Uh, I, I just want to point out one thing about like the, the, the property that we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, it did teach me a valuable lesson. And uh, it's, it's kind of like what, what me and you had talked about before about not becoming um, emotionally attached to a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I had put so much time, so much effort into, you know, getting this property, putting it under contract uh, that I kind of didn't want to let it go in a sense. Um, so I would I would tell anybody out there that, you know, you know, be smart. Don't become emotionally attached to a deal. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You know, you just got to move on. What's up, everybody? It's Jamel Gibbs, your family-oriented entrepreneur. Welcome to another podcast episode. This is the Business and Investing Podcast, where you learn all things business and investing related. So today, we're going to do something a little different. Normally, I would have someone on the line who's an expert in their particular field. Uh, What we're going to do today is talk to someone who became one of my student partners a few months ago. We're going to talk about him getting his first deal and why he chose real estate as an avenue to make additional revenue. Anthony Curtis, what's up, man? Hey, how you doing today, Jamil? Doing great, bro. So look, man, I, I know that uh, I've been trying to get you on for a little while. Uh, you're a busy guy, almost as busy as I am. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm happy that we're able to have this conversation. I think a lot of people are going to benefit from this conversation, especially people who are brand new in the business right now, looking to get started in the business, looking to get their first deal, looking to make some money in the business. So with that being said, man, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? All right. So uh, just like Jamil said, my name is uh, Anthony Curtis. Um, I'm located in Augusta, Georgia, currently married with uh, kids, um, work a full-time job, just now starting to get out into uh, real estate investing for like the most part. Cool, man. So how long has that has has that journey been? How, how long have you been trying to invest in real estate? Like when did that idea pop into your head? Um, actually it popped into my head like a, a long time ago. I actually bought my first house when I was 21, uh, bought the house for my parents. I started rehabbing the house, but that was kind of around the same time period when the market had crashed. Um, so, and then after that life just kind of happened, got married, had kids, you know, started, you know, building my career and, uh, real estate kind of fell, fell to like the back burner. So I'm just now picking it up again. Got you, man. Now you're you're right around my age, so you've been investing, or at least looking into it for about the same amount of time I have. I started uh, my business when I was 21, and I'm 41 mm-hmm. today. You know, I'm 41 okay. now. So, um, quick question for you: During the, the the last 20 years, let's just say, have you w- what? So, what type of moves have you made in real estate in order to make it happen? Like, when did you get serious about it? I guess that's probably a better question to ask. Um, I was serious about it when I was when I was 21. Mm-hmm. But after the market crashed, I felt like I didn't have enough information. You know, back when I was 21, there was no YouTube. Yeah. You know, you didn't have any podcasts. Yep. You, you, right. So I kind of felt like I didn't have enough enough information to continue that you. journey. Right. So when you say the market crash, you're talking about 2008, that that era? Yeah, around that time, right. Got it, got it. Understood, man. So fast forward, um, have you been consistently investing throughout the years? No, I just picked it back up last year. Okay. So over the course of the 20 years, how many properties have you purchased? Just one. Just one. Just one. So it wasn't like you were a full-time investor. That's, that's kind of where I'm going with it. It wasn't like you were a full-time investor. 
Uh, you wasn't an expert when you started uh, just a few no. months ago. Right. No. OK, no, got no. it. So uh, your only property that you've purchased at that point was your personal residence. Correct. OK, no rental properties or anything like that. You ever done any wholesaling or anything like that? Nope. Just get into it. Got it, man. It was all brand new. So what, what do you do for a living, man? Uh, I'm actually a payroll consultant, so I deal with numbers all day, uh, processing people, payroll, setting up people's uh, configuration for different companies so they can process payroll. Got it, man. Doesn't sound exciting to me at all. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, bro. I'm all just good. being honest, man. I'm not, you know, I'm not a mathematician. I'm not a numbers guy. You know, and that stuff confuses me. I just like to count the money. That's it. So, <laughs> so, so why real estate, man? Like, why, why did you decide to take it seriously at this point? Not saying that you weren't serious before, but why did mm -hmm. you decide to to go full force with this thing? Uh, financial freedom, to be honest with you. Um, I've always had a love for real estate. My sister was actually a real estate agent for a while. She's kind of okay. the one that introduced me into real estate. Um, so I've always had a passion for 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 real estate, um, to, to be completely honest. Got it, man. And that's right up my alley. You you obviously know we're a lot alike. We both like we both right. have a family. We will marry wife and kids and passive income is where it's at. You know what I mean? Uh, so I totally understand that. And you, and you do pretty well for yourself financially. But at the same time, you can still see the benefit of real estate right. on it on the flip side of that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Because so, that passive income, man, it comes it comes into play big time. You know what I mean? So. You decided so 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 tell me a little bit about because I, I never actually asked you this. When did you find me? Like, how did you come across uh, me? Um, so actually, it was it was it was my wife. Um, she had came to me one day and she was like, hey, I, 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 I seen this dude on YouTube named uh, Jamil. And like he's actually doing the same thing that, you know, you were trying to do back in the day. So I think that you should go ahead and check it out. So I kind of brushed off and then she she came back. She uh, brought it up again. And I actually started looking at your videos and I said, man, it's a lot of it's a lot of great information on here. Appreciate that, man. So okay. how long did it take for you to when? about what time was this? This was probably about I would say about August of last year, August 21. And then ever since then, yeah, I just kind of dove into it. I started doing my research, started watching a lot of podcasts. Started trying to figure out how like the numbers work when it comes to uh, investing. Got it. Got it, man. And then finally, uh, I believe it was around December. Uh, you yeah, reached out December. and decided to become uh, one of my coaching partners. Um, so um, just wanted to give you a shout out for that, man, because uh, I mean, you hit the ground running right off the bat. Why don't we tell everybody about, you know, because I want to set realistic expectations, right? There's a lot mm -hmm. of people out here who, they don't understand the value of coaching. Um, right. And they also don't understand the amount of time and work that goes into something like this. So people expect to get a coach and then all the problems mm -hmm. are solved right off the bat. Um, first, let's talk about why coaching. Why, why did you go down that avenue when you know you could have just bought a, bought a home study course or just tried it on your own? Why did you uh, choose to get coaching? Um, I think that coaching... To be to be completely honest, like I like like we had discussed before, is uh, invaluable. You know, you can make a lot of costly mistakes. Yeah, you know, co coaching costs money, but you know, the knowledge that you get, you know, 
at that price point, I think is uh, invaluable. I think that you really um, need somebody, not necessarily to hold your hand, but somebody that's a lot more familiar with it to, you know, guide, guide you through that process. It still is a lot of work. You still have to put in the work. Um, but I think that, I think that in this game, knowledge is key. And the more knowledge that you have, the, the better that you'll do, you know, you still gonna make mistakes and some mistakes are good mistakes because you're going to learn from them. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, having somebody there that you can bounce different ideas off of, you know, different questions. I, I don't think that you could put a price tag on that. That guidance as well, man, that guidance, uh, right. you know, you know, I, I think on several occasions we spoke and just allowing you to have that clear guidance allows you to skip the learning curve. You're going to spend the money either way. You know, you, right. you, you're going to invest into the coach who knows what they're doing. I'm not knocking anybody for that, but what I'm, you know, just make sure you get somebody. If you decide, you know, for those of you listening, if you decide to get a coach, if it's not me, make sure you know that that person knows what they're doing. But at the same time, uh, you want to, you want to take that opportunity to be able to be guided in the right direction. The right coach is going to not do the work for you, but he's going to show you how to do the work. And that's going to be the difference maker. You know what I mean? So obviously coaching is a, it played a, a big factor in your business getting started, man. You want to tell everybody about the first month? Uh, what were you able to do during that first 30 days? So for, well, the first 30 days, um, just like you said, I kind of hit the ground running. Um, I already had my business or, or LLC started. Um, at that point, um, you didn't help me get um, a couple business accounts, also a couple business credit cards so I could, you know, grow my business and start to become, well, start to be able to fund different deals. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, we talked about how to, how to find different deals. What were the different avenues, you know, um, you know, my space, or, you know, you, you taught me how to um, actually do like different comps, pull the value for like different properties and things of like that, that nature for like the most part. So, and I so- think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think three weeks, two or three weeks into it, I, had found like my first, first deal for like the most part. Yeah. Yeah. So what we, you know, what we did was we get your, we got your foundation set up. That's basically everything that you just explained. So we made sure that everything was all your ducks were in a row. So you could hit the ground running. Yeah. It took you about three weeks. And this was in December. So it was right around, you know, the holidays and stuff like that going on. And you were still able to pull in a, a really hot one where, um, the guy had two properties right next door to each other. You want to tell everybody a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, I had skip traced this guy. I saw this. I saw this property. I, I did what you told. Skip traced the guy. Talked to the guy for like a little for, bit. Let's take a step back. How did you find it, the lead? It was on market. It was on uh, Facebook. Got it. Facebook. Facebook. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then after that, I drove by. I drove by the property. Um, I skip traced the guy in order to find his his information. I talked to him, and we had pretty much entered into a deal that way. Okay. And that deal was, uh, just remind me, I think it was a multi-unit one. Yeah, it was, it was a quadplex, right? A fourplex. And then he had the two unit next door. So that was a total of six units within three weeks. So that deal sounded really good on paper. Um, you want to tell everybody what happened? Cause I want to talk about the good and the bad. Let's, Let's be honest about the whole thing. All right. So the house needed a lot of work. Right. Um, I shot you over some pictures, a couple videos. Um, 
And I started talking to like a lot of different contractors, you know, and you had kind of had already told me what to expect from some of the different contractors. Some of them didn't show up. Some of them were like really late. Right. Um, and this was because but, you were your intentions were to buy and hold this property. Just to correct. be clear with everybody. This wasn't a wholesale deal. It was, it was a again, Anthony's goal is passive income. If it was fast right. cash, I would have told him to wholesale it. So we just right. that it, this is not a cookie cutter approach. I never take a cookie cutter approach with anybody because everybody's circumstances and goals are different. Right. So I uh, just wanted to be clear with everybody about that. So uh, you had a bunch of contractors come out. And uh, what happened after that? Um, so I found that a lot of people didn't want to touch the property. Uh, turns out that the property was in a historic district. And at the time, I, I didn't know that. Um, and I think that the average weight just to get the permit to like start doing the work was uh, anywhere from like two to three months. Right. Um, so I kept going out to the property. I kept having multiple contractors look at the property. Um, some people didn't want to touch the property. Um, and then it just became it became really expensive. And I was wasting a lot of time trying to make that deal work. Um, right. Yeah, now, go ahead. Scratch of the surface, the guy was willing to take seller financing on these deals. But right. basically, it didn't work out because it was in a historic district. It was where the property, you know, in real estate location, 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 right? So although it was in a nice area, the ramifications mm-hmm. in order to get the property rehab up to par and profitable, it wouldn't have made sense at the end of the day. Now, I'm willing to bet if you contacted that guy today, you could still get those, that six units. Right for through seller financing but you would have to you know there's a there's a bunch of headaches that go along with it right right so fast forward man um that was uh we we went up we came back down real fast and that was within three weeks man we had a you know you dealt with contractors three weeks um what happened after that like how did you go about finding more deals i know leslie found a couple of deals in a completely different state um she had five going on of wholesale deals but let's talk about um, the deal that you have right now. Um, how did you go about finding that one? All right. Uh, I, I just want to point out one thing about like the, the, the property that we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, it did teach me a valuable lesson. And uh, it's, it's kind of like what, what me and you had talked about before about not becoming um, emotionally attached to a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I had put so much time, so much effort into, you know, getting this property, putting it under contract. Uh, that I kind of didn't want to let it go in a sense. Um, so I would I would tell anybody out there that, you know, you know, be smart. Don't become emotionally attached to a deal. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You know, you just got to move on. That's right, man. Right. This is a business. Uh, we don't get emotionally uh, attached or we don't get tied into these deals. If, it, if the numbers don't make sense, we keep it moving. You know, um, right. same thing. And, and that's an important lesson for everybody listening, really, because, I've seen it happen over and over and over again where people would uh, get a house on the contract and their main focus is on that one house because they got to they did all the work to get the one house on the contract. But guess what happens after you uh, dispose of that house? You make a profit. You got to start all over again if you're wholesaling or if you're buying, you know, uh, for long term passive income, you got to find another deal. So the object is to continue. You put one on the contract. Let's get another one. Right. That should be your focus. Let's get another one and another one and another one and keep doing it. I sound like uh, DJ Khaled. 
and another <laughs> one. <laughs> but the whole point, <laughs> the whole point is, you know, you gotta, you you gotta put yourself in a position to be uh, a lead machine. You gotta bring in the deals so that you can have enough uh, leads out there uh, making offers on these things in order to be able to get more consistent deals. If not. You know, the onesie twosie thing, I, I did that during the first couple of years in business and I was always struggling to find the next deal. So that's why I tell you, you know, make sure you don't get emotionally tied to, to these things. If, if it don't work, it doesn't work. Let's keep it moving and find the next right. one. There's, there's a million houses out there. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, man. Good, good stuff, bro. So so why don't we talk about how you found that second deal? Like, where did that lead come from? Um, I was working with a realtor. And she actually uh, told me to come by and check out this property that had pretty much just come on the market. Uh, so I, I went out there, checked out the property. Uh, I ran the numbers, came back, you know, checked them out with you. You know, we both looked at it together um, and just thought it would be a good deal. So I put an offer out on the house and got That's it. That's right. Numbers worked. Um, everything worked out. Now, I lined you up with a couple of people for finance and the first one. Uh, we're not going to mention the name of who it was, right. but what happened there? So they were willing to finance the property. I had an appraisal. Uh, they sent an inspector out. Uh, and then from my understanding, the inspector came back. He made all of these notes and he pretty much inflated the budget. Mm. Um, so after he inflated the budget, you know, the, the numbers didn't look right with that, uh, uh, you know, lender. So that deal didn't work out. Right. So we had to pivot relatively quickly, man. I mean, we had to make moves and come up with someone right off the bat. So I went through my Rolodex, which is part of, the, you know, look, it, this is the benefit of having a coaching uh, partnership. Right. You know, um, you could literally dig into my history, my my resources and say, OK, um, I, I need this. Can you find this person for me? So we, we found someone. Uh, went through the Rolodex, found someone else to fund it. And how long did it take for them to fund it? A week and a half. A week and a half. Right. And this and is, half. you know, bottom of the, this is the the, the fourth quarter uh, with two minutes left. Um, and we're <laughs> down by three. Right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so we had to make it happen, man. You know, and, um, you know, and that's exactly what we did. We made the adjustment. We make it happen as a team. Right. We're partners, coaching partners. So talk about this deal, man. So we we what was the ARV on this particular deal? The ARV on this was uh, it was it was 170, 170. OK. And right. that was completely fixed up. Correct. OK. So what did you uh, per, what was the purchase price of it? The purchase price of it was uh, 70, it was 70,000. 70,000 and how much work is needed on that house? Um, 40,000. 40, 40, now, I want you guys to do the numbers, right? So let's do some numbers really quick because a lot of people think it's hard to find deals these days, right? How long did it take for you to find that deal, man? Honestly. Um, after that first deal fell through, um, about two weeks. About two weeks, right? So I teach people to buy it 70 cents on a dollar minus the repairs. You bought it less than 70 cents on a dollar minus repairs when you do the math, right? So 170 times 0. 0.7 is 119, right? So 170 times 0. 0.7, 119,000. If you guys can see that on the screen right there, it needs $40,000 in work, 
Guess what? $79,000. Anthony got it for $70,000. So I'm going to I'm going to put everybody on, on, on blast right now because <laughs> uh, there's what, what problems are we facing in the economy right now? Anthony, we got inflation. We got rising home home costs. We have prices of homes going up. We have uh, rising costs to rehab houses and everything. And people are saying there's no deals out there. There's too much competition. I keep telling people to go off market. You went on market and still found this deal. This is an on market deal. So what was the secret there? Is there a secret? Not that I know of. Just uh, put in the work. That's it, man. Put in the work. Obviously, if you go off market, you're going to find much better deals. But this was a really good deal that was on market because Anthony put in the work. So for everybody out there making an excuse right now, and I mean this in the nicest way, I'm only saying this because I love you and I want you to do better because I know that you guys got it in you. Get out there and put in the work and the deals will come. The relationships built. Anthony built a relationship. He had a realtor built a relationship. They made offers. He got this deal. You understand what I mean? You have to make offers. If you never make, if you look at a deal, have you, have you done this, Anthony? Have you looked at any houses and said, I don't know if I should make an offer on that house? Yeah, quite a bit of them. Right. Right. So let me ask you this, man. If you don't make an offer, what's the chances of you actually getting a deal? Zero. Cause we had talks about this as well. Right. Right. 100% of the time, you're going to get a deal. You're not going to get a deal if you don't make an offer. So simply right. make offers. If you make offers, the deals will come. And that's the message here. You have to get out there and make offers. This is an offer generated uh, business. If you make offers, the deals will come. It's a numbers game. Long story short, Anthony got a great deal. And w- you're looking to burr this deal, right? You're going to turn it into a... Right. So you're going to refi cash out. So let's do some numbers here. Real in real time. You're going to be all into this thing at what 110,000? Correct. Take, right? So at 170, even if you didn't pull out cuz I, I know you can get at least 80% uh, of the ARV once it's fixed up and rented, but in real time, if you just pulled out 75%, you're still at 127,000, right? Minus the 110 that you're going to have into it. That's $17,500 of tax-free money that you could pull out of this house at 75 cents on a dollar. If you went up to 80, 108, uh, 170,000 times 0.8, 136 minus 110, $26,000 of tax-free money once you refi cash out. And you'll still have equity in the house and positive cash flow. Tax-free dollars. That's because you can't get taxed on a loan, right? So now you can take right. that money, couple it with the other money that you have, and now you just grew your wealth, right? You just grew your right. money, and now you can take that money and go get two projects done or get a larger project done. And that's how you grow this business, man. You know, a lot of people overcomplicate it, but it really is getting out there, finding good deals that are in distress. This house needed a, a tremendous amount of work. Yep. Making offers on distressed real estate. And then just executing. That's really all it is. 
and being ready if you if you're in the fourth quarter with 30 seconds left and down by three. <laughs> gotta right. be ready. You gotta be ready to pivot, right? So ultimately you'll make twenty six thousand uh if you decided to do a full blown cash out on this, let's say twenty thousand, right? Um, and then what what do you feel like this place is gonna rent for? Um, I went to rent a meter. It looks like this place that, that, that this place could rent out for about seventeen hundred. Seventeen hundred. So you'll make what a hundred about two hundred dollars in positive cash flow every month off of this thing. Uh, yes. Give and take so about two to three. Yep. Two to three hundred dollars in positive cash flow. So correct. Now all you got to do is rinse and repeat. If you get twenty of these, you're at six thousand a month. You get fifty of these, you're at you know ten thousand dollars a month. How long do you do you think it'll take? You feel like you could do four of these a year, five of these a year? Yeah, easily. Yeah, easily, easily. Yeah. And that's how you build wealth. So within, you know, you're about my age. So within, by the time you're 45, you'll be a retired millionaire from real estate, basically. Yeah, I already got another deal lined up. Matter of fact, the, the contractor that I'm working with, um, um, he actually has a property that um, I'm looking at. So about to make an offer on, on that one. The Just one that's that actually, the one that's fixing up the house right now has a property and he's willing to do seller financing on it, I believe, right? Uh, right. Correct. Did you work that out? Oh, yeah. great, man. Great, great, great. So what's the benefit of, uh, number one, real estate? What's the benefit of coaching? Uh, the real estate, um, uh, the benefits of real estate in all honesty is, um, I would say financial freedom. You know, you can honestly, within a short amount of time, you know, accomplish something that takes most people 30 years to, you know, work for, which is retirement. Um, so I would say financial freedom. Absolutely, Become man. Become your own boss. That's right. That's right, man. And did you are you honestly and, and let's just be a hundred percent honest? Are you finding benefit in having uh working with a coach? Huge, huge. I would have made so many mistakes if like I didn't have a coach. I would have cost myself thousands of dollars if like I didn't have a coach. So um I look at it like this, you know, you're gonna spend the money anyway. Why not right. invest in something that's smart? Got it, got it, man. But well, we definitely appreciate you sharing this story. I, I know it's your first deal. I do plan on having you back on um, as you get more deals done. Um, and I have some other um, stuff that we can talk about as well, you know, at a, at a future date. Um, are you currently reading any books? Because we all understand uh, the, uh, the importance of continuing your education as well. It's something I definitely encourage. Yeah. So there's a, a book by a bigger pocket. It's called the multifamily millionaire. That's the book that I'm currently reading. And they give Got a it. bunch of different strategies. Uh, they explain how, you know, different properties work and, you know, the rules when it comes to zoning is it's a, it's a really good book. I would recommend it for anybody that's, that's just getting started out and wants to know how real estate works. Sounds good. I'm going to go ahead and link that in the description box for you guys as well. So you can take advantage of that. Um, definitely a reputable platform for when I understand bigger pockets and, um, you know, shout out to bigger pockets, uh, for putting out that book, uh, quick question for you, man. Um, what lessons did you learn from the second deal that you're doing right now? Cause you're in a, you just started to rehab on it. What lessons mm -hmm. have you learned while, you know, purchasing it or, you know, I know we had a problem the other day with the contractor. What right. lessons did you learn from all of that? Uh, the lesson that I learned so far, just, just getting into this rehab is, uh, just having everything in writing. You know, we talked yeah. about that. The guy said that he could do the work for, um, like a certain fee. 
And then he came back and he tried to change the fee on me. So because of that, you know, I had to kind of terminate that contract and I had to find another contractor um, to to come in and do the work pretty much. Absolutely, man. Always have stuff in writing uh, because when you're dealing with people, uh, you want to be as clear and as uh, upfront as possible. And that's just the way I like to do things. Do you feel like I've been upfront and clear with you as well? Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. So we definitely appreciate you joining us, bro. Uh, any last words for our listeners? Uh, yeah. If 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 I can get out here and put in the work and I got a full time job, married with kids, I think that anybody could do it. So uh, it may be scary at first, but just take that first step. That's all it takes. And how can you lose when you got a hundred thousand dollars in equity on your first deal? You know, you got a True. discount of one hundred thousand dollars on a house, man. There's no way you're going to lose. So you know how to do it. Now you just have to continue doing it. And that's the same with you guys listening or, or watching this on, on YouTube. You got to get out there and do it. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. Don't be afraid to invest into yourself as well. Some of you can't, and I get it. You know what I mean? That's when you have to work a little right. harder. Don't be afraid to make those mistakes. But the whole point is do something. Because if you do nothing, you're 100% guaranteed to not accomplish anything. So right. unless you get out there and take action, um then uh, that's when you get the results. And that's what this is all about. I wanted to encourage you guys with this uh, podcast today because I think that a lot of people need to hear this, especially during these times, you know, with inflation going up, people got all this negative news in your ear. Listen to the positive news. Listen to what's actually happening in real life, in real time. And that's going to help you get from where you are right now to where you want to go. Listen, if you guys are interested in looking into the coaching program at all, Check the link in the description box below. I'll put all of the information below this video. Or if you're listening to this on a podcast, I'll have it there as well. Can't accept everybody because I got people like Anthony that I'm working with. I, I really only take a handful of people every year. And that's the truth. Like, I'm not some guru out here trying to tell you that, you know, I only take five people and then I, I, I have 50 people in the coaching pro. That's not what I do. And Anthony, you can attest to that. I just I don't work with everybody. Um but I also have a coaching staff. So either way, we have something for you if you're interested. If you want to work with me direct, I'm really specific with who I work with. I'm not trying to scare you away, but I really am because my attention needs to go on you. If you want to work with one of my team members, uh, that's available as well. Um, check the link in the description box. Anthony, shout out to you, man. Do you want to provide any social media links? If so, matter of fact, I'm going to link it in the description box uh, if you cool. want to reach out to Anthony. Uh, maybe you might have some questions or something. He doesn't spend a lot of time on social media, but uh, if he can, he'll he'll help you out. Um, Absolutely. Appreciate you, brother. And um, looking forward to many more calls like this. And maybe you watching this right now, you'll, you'll be on the next one as well. See you guys on the, on the next one. Peace.